Welcome to another episode of the Joshua Scow Show podcast. I'm your host, Joshua J. Scow. Glad to have you guys here and listening as always. Today we are going to dive into all the college football games uh, that are of huge significance. I'm not actually going to go over all of them, but uh, I've got a few of them lined up. It is conference championship week and titles are on the line. College football playoff berths are on the line. And we've got some serious matchups here where we've got a few few teams fighting for basically one spot. You've got Georgia at the number four spot right now. If they can win or keep it possibly close, they can hang on to that four spot and get into the playoffs. Uh, I mean, I guess we can start out with Ohio State, Clemson, and LSU. If they all win, they're they're basically in. And even if they do lose, I still think that they're all in. Regardless, so that brings you to number four, Georgia. If they win, they get in, obviously, but if they lose a close game, there's some hesitancy there. You might see them get in, or you'll see a Utah get in if they win. They're sitting at number five right now. Oklahoma, 11-1 and Oklahoma plays Baylor, uh, who's also 11-1 and in the Big 12 championship game. So that's going to have a lot of significance, too. Both of those teams are viable contenders. They need a little bit of help. But an 11-1 Baylor who avenges their only loss, which was against Oklahoma earlier in the year, or Oklahoma could get in. They've been a national brand. They've been in the playoffs before. Uh, Last three playoff appearance, last three years they've been in the playoffs. So... They have an excellent chance of getting in there with a win. So that's just a little bit of an idea of the scene set for this weekend. And so much on the line, and it just kind of gives you a little bit of an idea about that. But we'll we'll get into the games. I've got uh, Baylor and Oklahoma, Cincinnati, Memphis, Georgia, LSU, Virginia, Clemson, Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Oregon at Utah. So a lot of lot of big games there. Six games total, all of them with championships on the line for their conference. And up first on Friday night, we'll start with Oregon versus Utah. And Utah is a six and a half point favorite. I I really like this Utah team. I just want to put that out there right now. I think they're well coached. I think that they've got one of the best defenses in the country. And I think they're really going to present a major challenge to you uh, to Oregon. But I think Oregon coming off a couple losses this year, a little bit disappointing. I think that they, I mean, they just blew out their opponent last week. So um, I really think that Justin Herbert, the quarterback for Oregon, is going to do enough to keep in this game. This is going to be really big for him just considering all the college or NFL scouts that will be at this game looking at him and seeing how he performs against elite NFL talent on that defensive side of the ball with Utah. So I think the pressure's on both teams here. Utah can get in the playoffs if they win and have a little bit of help from LSU 
or one of the other teams that is in the playoffs losing. Uh, LSU would have to beat Georgia, which is the most likely scenario there. So Utah obviously has a bunch on the line. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm going to take Oregon. They don't have to win. They just have to lose by less than six-and-a-half. So I think that's going to – I think they just keep it close, man. I mean, Justin Herbert and that offense is is pretty good. You're, you're, you're talking about a strength versus strength here with Oregon always being one of those up-tempo, fast offenses going against a team littered with NFL talent on that defensive side of the ball. Great linebacker, secondary, aggressive up front. I mean, I might be kicking myself on Saturday morning, you know, Friday night after the game, but Utah's a great team. I've got nothing but respect for them. There's a lot of people out there that are taking Oregon just because they don't know what Utah is, and they're they're in Salt Lake City, and they're they're not a sexy team, and they don't want to be having them in the playoffs because they're not, you know, considered a brand like the Ohio State's, the LSU's, the Clemson's now, the Georgia's that are Oklahoma's that are all viable contenders. So I think that's the hesitancy that some people are having with this uh, Utah team. But that's not where my head is with this. I, I think I'm more so betting on the situation with this Oregon offense. I think they get things right. And they keep it close enough to cover the spread. Okay, so on Saturday, that that's pretty much it for that. I'll take Oregon in the in covering the spread. But up next, we've got Baylor at Oklahoma versus Oklahoma. It's actually in Dallas, um, over in Arlington at Jerry World. So AT and T Stadium is hosting the Big Twelve Championship game, and Baylor has a chance to avenge their only loss of the year. They lost thirty-four to thirty-one against Oklahoma, and they gave up a 25-point deficit to allow that to happen, and Oklahoma ended up having a roaring comeback. Now, it's interesting. I mean, this this season is a success for Baylor no matter what happens in this game and the rest of the year. This is a team that went 1-11 two years ago. Now they're 11-1. So a complete 180 turnaround, and they've captured the attention of of a lot of a lot of teams Matt Rule is a great coach he's going to be getting NFL interviews and I don't know how long he's going to be staying there at Baylor he's a damn good coach I will take Baylor to cover the spread it is by the way eight and a half points in favor of Oklahoma they are negative eight and a half point favorites so as long as Baylor does not lose by more than eight and a half I think that the well they they'll cover and that's what I I'm predicting to happen and Oklahoma's defense is is just pretty much garbage so uh they and Oklahoma also hasn't seen a defense that's as good as Baylor's I mean I know that they've played once already but other than that this is this is a defense that is the best in the Big 12 and I will take Baylor Bears in a cover for that game. Okay, up next you got Cincinnati at Memphis. Memphis is a nine and a half point favorite in this matchup with Cincinnati. And they just played last week, by the way, and Memphis won by ten. But it was twenty to seventeen going into the fourth quarter. Both teams have good offenses. And Luke Fickle, the coach for Cincinnati, he's he's brought in a really good defense for them too. So 
I think Cincinnati does a little bit better on this time. I think it's hard to beat a team twice, and especially beating them by more than 10 twice. And I, I get it, Memphis is the better team. I, I, I still think that they'll probably win, but I just don't see them winning by 10 points. I like Cincinnati in this matchup for um, that conference championship game. So, okay, up next, SEC championship game. You've got Georgia, 11-1, number four in the country, going against LSU, number two in the country. They are perfect on the year at 12-0. This is, interestingly enough, in Georgia, at the Atlanta Falcons stadium, the uh, Mercedes Superdome, not the one in um, New Orleans, of course, but it's it's uh, Mercedes-Benz Dome over there. So LSU is favored by seven points, and the SEC crown is is up for grabs here. There, both of these teams have have had some pretty impressive wins so far this year. LSU has beaten Alabama, Texas at the beginning of the year when the Longhorns put everything on the line to win that game. They've also beat Auburn and Florida. Georgia, on the other hand, has beat Auburn, Notre Dame, and Florida as well. And Florida's a, a great team. So here's here's the thing. I mean, Georgia has the best defense that LSU has seen all year. It's it's one of the best in the country. It's definitely the best in the SEC, in my opinion. But LSU has 14 interceptions on the year. They do a great job creating turnovers on defensive side of the ball, and they just don't have this guy Joe Burrow at quarterback. So Joe Burrow is the ticket here, man. I mean, he's left just an absolute wasteland of defenses that have tried to stop him in the SEC, of great SEC defensives, and he's just left them all in the dust. This team is putting up 40 40 plus a game and uh there's nobody that can i don't think can stop them unless it's ohio state if you ask me right now today so i'm gonna go with lsu i think they cover by seven in a hostile environment it's gonna be mostly georgia crowd there'll be some lsu guys in there of course they travel well but it's gonna be a lot of noise from that georgia crowd and I think it's a I think it's a competitive game, but I just think LSU wins. This is a possible buy down scenario here, so instead of getting the seven, maybe give up a little bit of money returned back and take the six and a half or a six, and see uh, how that turns out because they legitimately might win by seven and then it's a push. So um, every point counts and and get that hook, get that six and a half if you can. So up next you've got. Virginia at Clemson. Clemson is a 28-point favorite, and they're going for their fifth straight ACC championship as well as five straight college football playoff appearances is Clemson. I mean, this is a this is a run of domination that we haven't seen in a long time, and the only team that in my lifetime I can compare it to is... Alabama and Nebraska. I mean, these guys are dominating everybody they play. And Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback for Clemson, is he's put up really good touchdown-interception ratio. He's gone no interceptions in the last five games. By the way, Virginia 
has given up 28 points in their last five games. And and Clemson is one of the top three best defenses in the nation. You're, in my opinion, I think Ohio State's got the best. Clemson, probably number two. And then you want to throw in Georgia and Utah in there somewhere, and then Florida as well. So th- those are some of the best defenses in the country. And I really think Clemson has a shot at, I don't know if they're going to shut them out, but they're definitely going to hold them to low scoring. Clemson is is perfectly capable of dropping 40 on these guys, and I think that they will. Give me Clemson and the cover. And last but not least, you've got the Big Ten Championship game on the line when Ohio State plays Wisconsin. This game is in Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. And Ohio State is a 16.5-point favorite, and I will take them. Ohio State is way too dynamic on on both sides of the ball here. Wisconsin is absolutely one-dimensional on both sides. They're they're great at stopping the run, and they're good at running the ball. But they have shown a tendency to to let some teams pass on them, and they've even shown some success uh, of having teams run on them. I mean, even Nebraska put up over two almost 200 yards on them. So this is a this is a team that has its holes, and I have not seen any holes with Ohio State yet. By the way, Jonathan Taylor, who is the the one home run hit on this Wisconsin team, he's an absolute stud. He's their running back, and he's he's got a chance to go off and beat anybody. But he's only averaging two point six yards per carry against Ohio State through his career, and they've played multiple times. Uh, add that to the fact that Ohio State already beat Wisconsin earlier in the year, 38-7, to and Ohio State only gave up 195 yards for that whole game. So that's that's a telling sign for me. I mean, when, you, when you're going in to play a team that already beat you by 30 points, uh, and and they're he- obviously heavily motivated to go to the playoffs. Finish the they're the number one team in the country. They're trying to finish the season undefeated, and they really want to hold on to that number one seed because the number one will p- eventually play the number four, who could be possibly Georgia or more more likely than not, it could be a Utah, it could be an Oklahoma or a Baylor, a team that, in my own opinion, is a step below the lights of Clemson and LSU. So there's a little bit of motivation there just so you're getting a a little bit less quality of opponent in that first-round semifinal matchup for the college football playoff. And I think Ohio State wins. I I think that they can can win by three scores easily, and that – it just doesn't seem like too much of an issue. J.K. Dobbins, the running back for Ohio State, is having a monster year. And we've already talked a bunch about Justin Fields and how good he is and how, and how I feel about him. Uh, obviously, great quarterback for, for Ohio State. So I will go with the Buckeyes on that one. And that's pretty much my, I mean, that's my last pick until the Army-Navy game. And then after that, for college football, it's it's bowl season, so it's a it's a sad sad day because I mean football season's coming coming to a close here, and and I don't know about you guys, but I I get pretty sad when when I miss out on, on a bunch of football and stuff like that, and I don't know it brings up a, just an interesting thought real quick is. <laughs> 
You know, at the beginning of the season, you're so deprived and starving for football. And at the end of the year, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be talking with friends and sitting sitting around trying to find a game to watch, or maybe it's a Thursday night or whatever, Saturday, Saturday afternoon, for, for instance, and we'll pull on a game, and <laughs> sometimes you don't even... You take it for granted. You don't even want to watch a Cincinnati versus Memphis because it's not a, a blue blood matchup. And even though at the very beginning of the year, we were just dying to watch that week zero game between Florida and Miami. And that was one of the most boring games I've probably seen. So this is championship weekend. I encourage you guys to watch all these games and at least have it on and, and, Stay engaged with it because coming up here in March, well, let's just say after March because of college basketball and March Madness, everybody loves that. But, man, come come May, you're going to be dying to see football again because all you're going to have is freaking baseball and you love basketball. I, I'm always excited about basketball, but don't take this stuff for granted, guys. I, I know I certainly won't, but uh, catch, up, catch up on the NFL episode. I'm actually going to be posting that here soon, and I'll break down all my picks for the NFL games this week. And other than that, I will see you guys later and appreciate you listening. Bye.